Good morning and welcome to the Dallas Count Podcast. I'm so excited for you to join me today. Um, today, I'm going to talk about mental health and medications. So, I don't know if you guys saw a story that came over uh, the weekend. I think it happened Friday night. I was getting ready for, for bed and looked on Twitter and there's uh, some, some tweets about a guy who had stolen an airplane um, from Seattle's airport. He was a maintenance guy. He uh, was working on the plane. No, he was a luggage guy. Luggage guy working on the plane, got in the plane, somehow ran it out and, you know, took it off and started flying it around. Um, and the reason why I, I believe this is relevant, unfortunately, the story is, is that he uh, ended up um, crashing the airplane. Um, no one else was hurt. But the conversations he had with the air traffic controller were really, were really sad. They were um, conversations about his own mental health and his own, you know, state of being and saying, I had some screws loose. I didn't realize I had these many screws loose. And, you know, his family, he's like, I'm going to have a lot of family that are going to be like disappointed. And I'm really sorry to them for doing this. So it was this really sad, um, you know, type of uh, situation that happened. Um, But, you know, that's just one of the, the cases of, of mental health and, and with, with mental health, when, when you talk about mental health, there's there's this really large spectrum of uh, mental health cases. You've got mental health being on the side of, you know, someone who has a chemical imbalance in their brain that, you know, from growing up, so they, they react to the world differently. And that can be helped through uh, medications and, and, and different kinds of uh, eating habits to help with the chemical imbalance in their brain. Um, then you have the other side, which is, you know, there's been a traumatic experience that's happened in their life. So therefore they have these triggers or they have these um, uh, things that they, that they show the world um, because of the things that have, that, that have happened in their life. Now, the, the problem that happens when you kind of merge those together is the, uh, is the overprescription of medications on people. Um, and, I, and I've seen that personally in my own life. Uh, I have seen it in, in two different scenarios of overprescriptions of medications. Um, the first being my dad uh, uh, was a, um, or is a, a, a counselor. He's got his doctor in psychology. And growing up, um, his, his main practice, his main focus was helping kids to get off of Ritalin. So kids that had ADHD, that were diagnosed with ADD, ADHD, who were on Ritalin, his goal was to get them off of that. Um, he, uh, he, and he, the way that he would do it is he would do it through talking about their diet, the kid's diet. So are you giving them a donut the first thing in the morning when they go to school and they're bouncing off the walls because of that? Um, you talk about um, placement in the classroom, so helping teachers being able to say, okay, for this kid, um, he needs to be in you know in this part of the classroom so he's not as distracted. Um, uh, but then also like some brain therapy stuff, so helping the kid learn to to concentrate more through um, different types of games being played. So he was very successful in in using you know using that effort to get them off of the the medications that they were on. Um, 
so that was that was a part of the the, the world that I, I grew up in and I, and I do agree that there are some people that just need some medications they've got a chemical imbalance in their brain give them what they need um, I do believe that that is a part of of the world that we live in but I do understand that medications do make money for a lot of people um, not only politicians but also the companies so uh, there is an incentive for uh, kids to be prescribed um, uh, medications. Insurance companies make money. Um, it's uh, doctors make a lot of money, um, so it's very easy to uh, prescribe uh, medications. Um, the other side of um, of mental health that I've seen, and this is what I kind of want to dive into uh, a little bit deeper, is the uh, traumatic experiences of um, people and uh, in mental health. When I worked at the group home, all of the girls that came in were on some sort of medications. Um, as soon as you go into foster care, it's just, you know, they they prescribe you. Now, the way that they prescribe you is because if you're severed from your um, from your from your parents, um, the state has control over uh, over, you know, your uh, your 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 uh, mental health. Um, they don't have control over your school. That's a, another story. Um, if you're a foster parent, you may have uh, ran, run into that. Um, but when it comes to uh, the state, um, they do have rights to give uh, the child uh, medications. And when you have a child that goes through a, a traumatic experience like being taken away from their parents um, for a traumatic reason, so those are kind of two stacked on top of each other, you're going to get a child that's going to have some um, reactions that are going to be out of anger or out of fear or out of um, whatever had happened in that situation. So all of our kids that we saw coming into the group home were prescribed something, and they, you know, sometimes uh, they would they would take something. Um, I remember one girl; um, she was prescribed this very heavy um, medicine at night. Um, and it would just make her really, really drowsy. And, and we asked her, why were you prescribed this? Uh, she was like, well, the place that I was at before had this really bright light. And so I couldn't sleep at night because this bright light was coming in. So they just gave me this, this, this medication. Um, and, and so we, we talked to the doctor about it. Um, you know, we, we were able to be an advocate for our kids to say we, we would like them to get them off this medication. And eventually she got off of it. And um, yeah, she was not drowsy in the morning. She slept great. Um, so, you know, there those are the over-prescriptions that you see with uh, mental health uh, issues. Um, and, you know, there's been articles around um, by, uh, I think in Northern California, there's a group of doctors that got um, hit because they were over-prescribing things for foster kids. Um, so it's a bigger issue than just than what we see on the surface, um, especially when you're doing when they're doing service work. Um, if you have somebody who is um, in a mental health situation, if they're in a crisis situation, um, medications are not what they need, but that's what they're given. Um, take these pills, just be, you know, have this sedative, uh, have this numbness about the, um, who they are, 
there, you know, another article came out is that um, the kids that were detained by, um, that were separated from their parents at the border were given medications of, you know, just to give them a sedative. Um, it just, it just happens. Um, and when you're, when you're dealing with mental health, that's not the solution. The solution is not just to give them a pill, um, even though that's where the money is. Um, so it's a, it's a deeper issue than just, um, you know, what, what you see on the surface. Um, and the, the solution to this, the solution to this problem is care and giving them the, the mental, uh, the mental exercises that they need to be successful. Um, if you just give them pills, you're training them to, to be on this, um, sedative or be on this numbness, a part of them. But that's why counseling is so important. That's why, um, giving emotional energy to kids in the foster care system is so important. And that's why the, the group home system is so disruptive is because you putting all these kids, these kids with these traumatic experiences in one house together, of course, you're going to have fights break up. Of course, you're going to have um, disruption. And you're not going to say, well, this person is just angry. You're not going to give them a definition of that. No, they've had something that's happened to their life. And that's why they're angry. Um, so don't just give them a pill, but give them uh, the counseling that they need or the, um, or the love that they need, um, or the mental energy they need from adults that they need in order to work through that. Um, successfully, I, I do believe, I think we had, um, when someone would come into our group home within probably three months, we would get them off of the, their unnecessary medications that they needed. Um, you know, it was, it was a success that way because we gave them the emotional energy and we, we were able to identify, okay, this is a traumatic ex, ex, expression that they're doing. Um, it's not, um, it's not out of their own, you know, who they are. If there's anger that builds up inside them, you know, we let them let it out in different ways and in a, in a very healthy way and in a nonviolent way. But sometimes they needed to yell. Sometimes they needed to go on walks. Um, to, to let it all out. Um, so those are ways that you can help with the, within the mental health area when someone has a traumatic experience. Um, I think this is an area that is um, underserved and under, um, under known, known about. So I don't know. I think, I think seeing what's, what's happened in the world when you talk about mental health, know that there are many sides of mental health know that when you're talking about in the service world, when you're serving others, it's out of a traumatic experience. Most likely, there may be some people that have, you know, that have that chemical imbalance, um, but uh, know that a lot of those service, those people that you could help move the needle to um, really help, you know, they just need emotional uh, energy from people around them and, you know, people that know about it. So if you want to know more about it, here's some resources. Um, TBRI, Trust, uh, Trust-Based Relational Institute is an amazing resource, TBRI. Um, understanding the brain and trauma is another aspect because once you have that understanding of trauma in the brain, you really get context to what's happening. So, um, but yeah, Hopefully you enjoy this. Hopefully this is helpful. 
thank you for joining me today. Um, yeah. And any feedback would be great, but thank you for your time.